Welcome to the show, Sunny. I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Great. Let's get started. So, Sunny, as a woman in tech, can you share with us your career journey and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, sure. So I actually started really close to being out of high school. I worked full time and, and went to school full time. And I actually started um, in event, event support and, and marketing. And it happened that there was a day that it, there was a down period where we didn't really have that many events. And I discovered I was bored. And so I, I started to look into uh, some projects that I could potentially work on. And one of them was just a, it turned out to be an internet marketing uh, project, but it was really defining technology and helping to turn it and translate it into something that was consumable and relatable to those who weren't in high tech. And what that turned into was a whole new job for me. And I would say it was the starting point of my career path. I did take a few years off, uh, 11 years actually, to stay home with my kids. And when I re-entered the workforce, I had the fortune of working at Cisco and was applied uh, to the training program that's delivered for the sales engineers and for our partners. And the topic was IoT, which was really fresh at the time. And I had to be able to take all of these different types of um, concepts and industries and turn this training so that it was relevant based on what any kind of sales engineer or partner was focused on. So it was a really great opportunity for me to sit and listen and learn so much about IoT. I took advantage of that. I built relationships. I moved into an operations role so that I could get a better understanding of the business side. And then I moved to my current opportunity in Intel, where I helped to develop some partner programs. And now I'm focused on the ecosystem strategy. And I That's, absolutely love it. That is amazing. I love that you've gotten different perspectives from different job roles to really get a full understanding of the technology industry. You know, that's that's really fascinating. And I love that you were fortunate enough to stay home with your kids. That's, you know, unheard of now, but that's amazing. I'm sure your kids really appreciated it and it's gonna reflect in their lives, you know, as they grow up. It, it's very meaningful to me. Uh, it was a big sacrifice and it was scary to be perfectly honest, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I can at least now look back and say it was worth the risk and it's okay because you can make your way back. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting when you said, you know, taking concepts in IOT and then making it relevant because still today, even in the technology industry, there's so many technologies, but there's a big lack of that uh, sales training so that everyday people can really understand that technology and make it relevant to their day-to-day -day lives. So I think that's a huge job and amazing that you did it because it was your passion and you were really good at it. Thank you. It, it's, it's been fun to learn about it uh, as well. Uh, I think as you know, all of the different industries. I mean, there's dozens of industries, there's thousands of use cases mm -hmm. to apply it to, 
But yet what's fascinating is that at its core, if you take it at its most simple level, you can really see how it applies and can grow and can fit into all the different environments around us. Yeah, yeah. no, that's so true. So share with our listeners, what is IoT and how is it used in our daily lives, just so that they can get that perspective? Yeah, sure. So I, I think it's great to start with what is IoT? It stands for Internet of Things. Let's make sure we're, we're baselined mm-hmm. there. Um, and IoT, honestly, it's all around you. So you could maybe take as an example, the common home security system. You have to have these activity sensors and video cameras that are programmed to message through uh, Wi-Fi, through the internet, um, and, and connecting to a little miniature computer. And then that miniature computer receives the data, but then it's got to do something with that data. Mm-hmm. That's where it's programmed to emit an alarm or some kind of pre-coded message advising you of the activity that might be going on in or around your home. You combine all of that together and that's IoT. Uh, but as we talked about earlier, it's very uh, it's become a very critical feature in all kinds of different businesses. Think of healthcare and how doctors can maintain and, and manage patients from a remote distance. Um, you have fast food chains who, when you're headed to a fast food restaurant and you're hitting your order on the digital menu and that's processing an order on the back end, you don't even have to talk to anyone and you magically get your order. Mm-hmm. That's all IoT. Um, And then even in the more complex settings where you've got a manufacturing environment or an agricultural environment, it's fascinating. Um, Really, though, it it boils down to connecting the sensors to provide insightful information that allows anyone to run a business more efficiently and to produce more accurately. I mean, that would be the essence of uh, the benefit of the IoT solutions. I think that's great. I think you hit it right. You hit the nail right on the head when you talked about the data that comes out of it that makes you make educated decisions as a business. And, you know, when I first started my business 30 years ago, it was mostly my gut feeling and intuition and all of those things. And 10 years into it, that was all gone. I had to make decisions based on data. And so as you put data together and you start to look at this data, you can make educated decisions, which is so powerful in business. Exactly. It's, it's so powerful and is transformational uh, in the industries across, across the globe. Yeah, yeah. So I belong to many DEI groups, diversity, equity, and inclusion groups. And we always talk to them about unconscious biases and how we all have them. And, you know, it comes from our, uh, how we were raised, where we were raised, what our education is, all kinds of different things. You talk about self-bias and how we set that against ourselves. Can you tell us more? Yeah, sure. So a, a lot of times we might think about subconscious bias and how we might look at others. And we might put limitations on them because of Mm -hmm. how we categorize them in our mind. What I found is I would actually end up doing that to my own self. Mm. So, for example, um, I would have these self-limiting thoughts. And they might be, well, I'm not really qualified to be in this meeting because everyone in here has a higher grade level than me and and are more experienced. Um, Or my experience 
just isn't as good as others. Theirs is so much more interesting than mine. Or maybe, gee, that's a dumb question. I just don't even think I should ask it. It's not worth asking. Mm -hmm. It's not worth putting myself out there. And, and finally, it's, well, I don't even really deserve that, whatever that might be for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and it was fascinating to just kind of hear those thoughts and, mm -hmm. and become aware of them, right? And so I had to retrain that way of thinking. I think a lot of it comes from fear, where you put limits yourself because either you're afraid of success and being able to fulfill that success, or you're afraid of failing or re being rejected. And so you've got to try to put that aside, you know, um, pay attention to your emotions and, and get to the source of that so that you can process and then move forward because you don't want to be limited by fear. Um, you don't want to set your own ceiling. Don't put the parameters on that, you know, no one else has put. Um, mm -hmm. And, and you, you know, let yourself dream bigger and achieve more um, and break your own ceiling for example. Mm -hmm. And then finally, got to ask yourself why and why not? Because mm -hmm. sometimes if you say, um, you know, well, I, I, I don't think I should do that. Well, why not? And, mm -hmm. and it's been fascinating when I've asked myself that I go, wait a second, actually, I can do that. There's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with it. And that's when you open up opportunities and you open yourself up to building new relationships and getting new experience. And that's where the growth comes in, both personally and in your, in your career. I love that. Um, you know, those self-limiting thoughts, I call them negative Nancys. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> in my head, right? It's, I'm, and we women do that more than anybody else. I think women are always... Yeah putting ourselves down we're our own worst enemy is a lot of times because we're limiting ourselves when it's really not a limit by anybody else or any other position you know they say exactly it, with the job you know you look at job description and a woman looks at it and says oh I'm 60 percent qualified I don't think I should apply for this whereas a man will look at it and say yes I can do this you know I'm only 60 percent qualified but I can learn yeah. a lot learn the rest <laughs> exactly <laughs> so yeah so really good about saying why or why not and if you challenge yourself you'll find out that you can do it you you know we we have so much power to really do so much but sometimes we're limiting ourselves exactly it's it's a powerful um potential that you're you're closing at, and there's no need for that so have yeah i love confidence. it <laughs> yeah, I love that you did the introspecting of yourself and asking the why and why not. And it really shows you, wow, I could do this. Yes. Yeah, I love that. All right. So as a woman in a male-dominated industry, you know, our voice needs to be heard. Can you share with us ways to strengthen our voice? So it's it's interesting. I recently had just kind of my own personal revelation, right? As we grow in our careers, we're, we're constantly... Um, trying to improve. I know I am. Um, and one of the things that I started to realize is I've been showing up more as a guest to meetings um, mm. than as a shared stakeholder in a conversation. Mm. And it didn't, you know, no matter the meeting or the conversation, I, I, I've got to stop doing that. I, there's no reason for me to be a passive guest anywhere. 
um, I continue to have to remind myself, and I think everyone can do this. You're being invited into that room or that meeting or that conversation because you're an expert with your own critical diverse perspective. And that is so incredibly valuable. So being able to just show up with that mindset and then speak with confidence, ask questions. In fact, you know, challenge yourself to ask at least two questions in every meeting that you attend. That's when you're going to start to stand out and uh-huh. gain more confidence as well. And that confidence, that presence that you bring is going to be very attractive and will draw people to you uh, to look to you as that expert. So do you think we should prepare, do a lot of research on the topic before we go to the meeting so that we can come with educated questions and very pointed questions rather than generalize them? I actually think it's more about the active listening. When you're Mm. hearing others do their presentation, start to look for the gaps in it. Start to think about uh, maybe asking the question, hey, have you thought about this perspective? Because in my experience, and then go ahead and share your experience. That's when you're able to show up and make a difference. Mm -hmm. And being able to ask those questions, you know, that is in the moment. Um, I, you know, me personally, I'm a, I'm definitely an over-preparer because Mm -hmm. that helps me to feel a bit more confident. Mm -hmm. I don't know that that's necessarily needed for for everyone, to be perfectly honest. I do hear just more um, uh, when I've seen other females, especially that have been active listening and proposing challenging questions. It's always heard more clearly. Uh, So being engaged in in the moment is, is really critical. Yeah, I think to be present is very, very important. And that's, you know, one of the things I work on all the time is to be present in the, in the, in the moment, because it's so easy to get distracted and do so many things, you know, that come to your mind and being present really gives you that ability to ask the right questions, looking for gaps, sharing experiences, all of those things. So really good, good advice. So I know you are passionate about servant leadership, and I am too. So tell us more about that. So I, uh, I, I'm a people pleaser in general, right? Mm-hmm. I really, really genuinely want those who I work with or those who I engage with for any reason to walk away either happier or more confident. Um, and, and so in general, like I really try to figure out a way to make someone's life better in that moment, even mm-hmm. no matter how small. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, though, I've had some pretty amazing leaders in my journey, my career journey, who have been door openers for me. Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to extend that to others as well. It's really mm-hmm. valuable to not only um, focus on your own career growth and goals, but to see how you can lead and open up opportunities for others. I, I do follow um, Simon Sinek mm-hmm. a lot and he's got amazing quotes. If you ever, you know, follow him. I love Simon Sinek. <laughs> he's love great. Him. And he said, like, one of my favorites though is a leader's job is not to do the work for others. It's to help others figure out how to do it themselves 
to get things done and then to succeed beyond what they thought possible. And that mm-hmm. end part right there, that is super powerful to me. My leadership has helped me to see that I can achieve beyond what I thought possible. And I want others to experience that success too. So how do you give back? I mean, um, if people were opening doors for you, do you look for ways to give back? Because that's what I'm doing now is always looking for ways to give back um, because I'm very passionate about women in technology. I try to find women and, and give them the confidence they need to pursue a career in a very lucrative field. How do you give back? Do you Have you thought about that? Yeah, so a lot of it is is um, it's part of that active listening mm-hmm. conversation mm-hmm. as well. So if I'm picking up, I'm listening to these people who are sharing their ideas or sharing with me their projects. And, um, and then I'm in another meeting where I'm hearing, hey, we've got this need or this gap, or we've started some work here, but you know, maybe we need to do more. I look for those kind of opportunities to connect the dots, connect the people. And, mm-hmm. and connect their passions to opportunities. So if I'm able to share up a lot of names and give thanks to all these people that I'm hearing are doing great things, to me, that's the best way that I can uh, give them the visibility and the open, open door opportunities uh, potentially. That's awesome though. You know, you, you become their champions almost. And when they're not even there, you are, you know, lifting them up, which is really great. Exactly. It's really powerful. And Mm -hmm. uh, it's a, it's a great way to network. Um, But more importantly, you know, they're truthfully, all the people around me, they're amazing and they're doing amazing Mm -hmm. things. So Mm -hmm. let's, let's let them shine and, and the work that they're doing shine. And it's fulfilling, fulfilling for you as well, because I remember Every time I give to somebody, I feel better than them sometimes, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Sunny, who inspires you and why? So, uh, my kids are, are my inspiration oh, for everything. Um, mm-hmm. they're, they're older, right? Two of them are adults and one's a teen. Mm-hmm. But even still, I see their curiosity I see that discovery of who they are and what they stand for, like their core beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, I observe my daughter and how she's like declares what she wants and then she goes after it. And she's not afraid to ask deep questions. She digs into awesome. research to educate herself um, and, and, and bolster her ability to have engaging conversations. Uh, and, in a way, you know, everything I do is for my kids so that mm-hmm. so they're not only my inspiration, but they're, um, you know, they help me become better because I want them to see what great looks like. No, way. right. But, you know, you're <laughs> such a good role model for them as well. It comes from you, but that's amazing when they can show that success and you can see it, you know, it's a big reflection on you. So congratulations, kudos <laughs> to you for doing such a good job when you watch your daughter, you know, just really shine. Thank you. That's, that's very meaningful to, to hear you it's say true. that true. No, it's very true. So that's, that's great. I love that. And my kids inspire me too, because I learn from them every day. You know, as adults, they have become people that 
you know, are really good humans, you know, and that's what I really have always prayed for to have good humans. I don't care. Yes. Mary, yes. I don't care. You know, <laughs> if you have kids, don't have kids, any of that, but they have turned out to be really good humans. And the, um, my grandchildren are just, you know, unbelievable. So <laughs> I, I just that. always, always <laughs> in awe. Yeah. And, and count my blessings because, you know, it is such a privilege to have them. So that's great. It is. Oh, that's so encouraging to hear. Yeah. So I love to travel and we were just talking about Hawaii. What is your most favorite place that you've traveled to and why? And this is kind of, you know, a selfish question because I can take notes and then I can add it to my list. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, um, as far as, you know, I, I have trouble picking favorites to be perfectly yeah. honest. Yeah. Um, you know, just recently having gone to Hawaii for the first time, it was amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, but as far as like tried and true, my, my family has very consistently gone to the mountains in the Sierra Nevadas or mammoth. And those mm -hmm. have been the most peaceful, um, serene and restorative times for me. And just mm -hmm. such a fantastic time to connect with the kids and have the, you know, no technology, mm -hmm. um, uh, so it's, it's just a beautiful, special place in my heart. Um, but then again, okay, so when I was a kid, I did have the luxury of visiting, I actually have family in the Azores, which most yeah. people haven't heard of the Azores. I haven't right? either, yeah. They're, they're these islands that are about a thousand miles off the coast of Portugal. They're, they're part yeah. of Portugal. And I got to spend six weeks. So truly living in that mm. culture. And it's, you know, it was still some of the, some of the most special memories that I have where, you know, I helped out in my aunt and uncle's restaurant and, um, went in boats on the ocean and swam in the natural pools. Um, just a really remarkable place. I would put that on your list for sure. I am going to, and I, <laughs> Portugal is on my list anyway. And I'm thinking maybe next year, Portugal is going to be where we go. But now I've got to add this to my list. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> now, how do you get there from Portugal? It's, uh, you know, you can actually fly direct either from New York oh, or okay. from Portugal. They have okay. a, a, an international, uh, one of the islands has the international. Okay. And then you can hop over on a hopper plane or mm -hmm. on, a, on, a, um, on a boat. So. Okay, I will be reaching out to you when I get closer and oh, ask for more, <laughs> more things to know and learn. <laughs> but that's the beauty of technology, too, with the Internet. You know, I mean, I do so much research before we go anywhere and down to, you know, the reviews on restaurants and everything and really, really love doing that. So it's fun. Absolutely. So this has been so much fun, Sunny. We could talk forever, I think. <laughs> but in closing, what advice would you give a woman in, in technology who might be considering a career in technology? So I've, I um, really like acronyms. So I, mm -hmm. I chose the acronym DARE for kind of a, a way to live by, especially in, in my career. Uh, and so as I, I would share that, so dare, right? D, dream big, and then dream bigger. Wherever you are, um, work for where you want to be in your career. 
So I that love would be that. first. <laughs> um, I love that. And oh it's, my gosh. It's, a, it's a fascinating exercise when you like write down some goals and then you say, okay, we'll make it bigger. You're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. And then you, and then can you, you get nervous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But then it's you great. can dream bigger. Yep, I yes. love that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so for A, you know, remain agile because in both your projects and your goals, things are going to change and you've got to be flexible enough to change with them and grow with them. So you want to be able to take advantage of opportunities uh, that come to you. Um, mm -hmm. R is return the favor. Show your interest in those around you and find out how you can help them. And then always be ready to pay it forward and think about how you can show up for others. And then last that. is E, educate yourself constantly. Um, and about things that you may not think that you can do, um, having a comprehensive understanding of, of how the tech you're involved in is consumed really helps you to become more diverse. It helps you to think more holistically and then you can figure out how that supports your personal why, why you get up and do what you do every day. Um, and then the last thing would be, you know, I, a, a peer of mine, Kim Carlton, shared a really great, great quote uh, not too long ago. She said, you should always be a little more excited than afraid. And mm. I love that message because it's like, don't let fear hold you back. And by the way, if there's no fear, then maybe you should be challenging yourself a little more. Right, right. Because comfort is not the sign of growth, you know? When you're exactly. uncomfortable, that's when you're growing. So I completely agree, and I love that. Always be more excited than afraid. I think that's a really good motto. Because, you know, fear captures so many people. And uh, sometimes you don't realize what's holding you back, but a lot of times it's fear. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, so I love that. Dare, dream big, be agile, return the favor, pay it forward, and then educate constantly. I always say educate to elevate. <laughs> yes, yes. So, yeah. That. So that's great. Oh, my gosh, this is so fun. So uh, in closing, again, can you share with our listeners where they can get a hold of you? Absolutely. You can uh, definitely look me up on LinkedIn. It's Sunny Weber and Sunny is spelled S-U-N-N-I-E. And also uh, email is sunny.weber at intel.com. Awesome. Well, Sunny, it was a true pleasure and an honor to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Thank you, Jen, for having me. This was a really uh, awesome experience and really appreciate what you're doing to help pave the way for the future. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Tech in the Right Direction. Please take a minute to subscribe or follow so that you never miss an episode. Also, don't forget to like, share, and comment. Thank you. See you next week. From IT skill enhancements to end user adoption training, Directions Training is your resource to help optimize the effectiveness of your technology investments. Over half a million students have taken advantage of our wide selection of technology and business training solutions covering the most popular applications today, such as Microsoft 365, Azure, Windows 10, and more. As a podcast listener, we invite you to take advantage of an exclusive offer. Receive 30 days of free access to our Microsoft official curriculum 
on-demand courses for IT professionals or end users. Visit us at www.directionstraining.com slash podcast to claim this offer today. Hurry, this offer is only available for a limited time. Success is a journey. Ask for directions.